0: hey what's up everybody welcome to trust and believe i'm your host sean t and today we're going to talk about politics a little bit um with something that i don't feel needs to be a political issue at all but it is and the reason why i wanted to talk about this on my podcast is because it is very easy to throw up an instagram post or a quote card on instagram or to express anger or reaction to things on Instagram, but I like using this platform so you guys can hear me and feel me and most of the time see me as I kind of express what I'm going through in my life, especially how I feel about things. Now, the last time I feel like I really went in on political issues was uh, Black Lives Matter, the George Floyd movement, and you know, that was near and dear to my heart, but i'm not going to beat around the bush everyone knows about the world versus weight uh ruling and i just have to get a lot off my chest and i would like to say before we go a little bit further that it is very important that even if you don't agree with the way that i think and feel and my experiences in my life which is hard to disagree with someone's experiences anyway I have spent a lot of time listening to the way other people feel without, one, interrupting them and trying not to be judgmental. And I feel like everybody should be able to do that so that they understand what other people are coming from. And so I just asked you to do that, even though I'm going to be very passionate as we continue on. So get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say, oh yeah! What's up? better than Oprah. come on y'all this is sean t and it's time to trust and believe many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care So the first thing I want to talk about is my own personal experience with childbirth at an early age. And this is no shade to any of my family members who (laughs) I'm going to talk about, and I won't use anyone's names, but I will say that a majority of the women in my family, down to my biological grandmother, had given birth to kids as teenagers while they were in high school, and My cousins specifically had the opportunity to get an abortion if they wanted to, as far as I know, none of them got an an abortion unless they did. And I just didn't know about it, but I do know that a good group of them had kids when they were about 16, 17 and 18 years old. And I literally don't know the struggle that they went through trying to to decide whether they wanted to have a baby or not. What I do know is that I know specifically firsthand, a couple of them really struggled. And someone very, very close to me, I know is still struggling with that. However, my family has always been supportive of the decision that they made for their lives, for them to have a baby, even though they knew it would be really tough. I know people who have had babies, they still don't have a job, they don't have a license, they're on government assistance, they're trying to make it work. I don't know anyone who gave up their babies for adoption. So I just wanted to let you know, before we continue, I know a lot of people say that when we talk about women's rights, it's like abortion isn't the only option. I know it's not because I live firsthand with people. And I've been asked to take care of kids that I did not have that are not mine. I didn't birth them. I, I mean, I do have DNA connection with them, but I didn't make them. So I understand the burden of having a kid at a young age. I also know people who had a miscarriage and they didn't want kids. And they said even if their, their pregnancy would have went on, they would have wanted an abortion. And they're sad that they had a miscarriage. So the reason why I'm bringing up these different types of issues is because there are women out there who... Have a baby, some don't. My sister-in-law at the time had a miscarriage with me and Scott's first uh or like our second time trying to get pregnant. So I know the gamma. I know what it's like, not physically like a woman, to have a miscarriage and the sadness. I like again, I know people who had a miscarriage, but they were like, I would have not gotten an abortion anyway, but I'm still sad about it. And there is so much that goes on in a woman's mind when she decides, whether she decides with her boyfriend or her husband or her spouse or her partner whether they want to go through. With having a kid, so I just want to let you know, I've heard and been around the gamut. The most important thing is I've respected, understood, loved that person regardless of what they felt. And you want to know why for those who didn't ask me to help them, the reason why is because it is not my body, and it is not my experience, and it is not what I'm gonna to have to continue with. So the only thing I can do is, be completely supportive of what someone else wants to do with their life and their body now this is where people might get really mad at me but i want to say something i want you to act like you're driving down the street in a neighborhood that you know well you may not know everyone that lives in that neighborhood but you know the house you may see some people outside taking the trash out you might wave. you do not know what's going on behind those persons or people's door. Some people look very, very happy and there's an abusive relationship behind those doors. They can go to a party. They can be, oh my gosh, like everything's great. Next thing you know, one's cheating and they get a divorce. You go to another one, they could look like really boring people, but little do they know they are like the swingers of the relationship. you're like, oh snap, they're like really fun. You never know. You know what else you don't know? if that person has had an abortion. You wanna know what you didn't know, and it doesn't bother you. And so my point to that is when you wake up every day, the first thing you think about is either yourself, your spouse, your kids, or your job. And then you get dressed and you think about brushing your teeth, taking your shower, what you're gonna put on that day. And then you leave the house, and then you think about how you're going to get to work. You're honking at the person because they cut you off. Or if you live in the city, you're pushing the person out the way so you can get on the subway first. Then you get to work and you're trying to hopefully do a really good job at work. And maybe you're thinking about, gosh, I don't even want to be here anymore. Then you think about what you're going to have for lunch. And then some of y'all are probably gossiping about other people <laughs> from time to time. Then you think about what you're going to do for a happy hour. And then you get home and whatever you do at home, and then you go to sleep. At what point? Does what someone else do, a woman, what she does with her body, how in the world does that affect you? And why do you feel like you have the right to tell them what they should and should not do? Now, a lot of people would say things like religion, the separation of church and state, right? The separation of church and state. But some of y'all out there, combine church and state, when it's convenient for your argument. Some of y'all be like, oh my gosh, why don't you give it up for adoption? There's many programs. My question to you is how many of you have adopted? How many of you have fostered kids? How many of you have done what I did when I was a kid and I was standing on a corner with my grandfather after we went and we got food and took it around to the neighborhood? How many of you all are going to low income homes Low income neighborhoods and giving, instead of giving tithes and offering in the 10% in the church, how many of you are giving 10%? How many of you are giving 10% of your earnings a month to go around and say, you know what? I want to help someone that's just less fortunate than me. The only time I see people give is now we have this GoFundMe. If someone gets really sick, if someone can't pay for a funeral, because it's posted about, and then you post that you did it. And I know that a lot of people love people and they want to help, but a lot of people do it for clout. But like, are you going, I grew, I grew up with people and families who foster kids, and, but it wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. I actually met someone in New York City a few, weeks, a few weeks ago. He and his husband fostered many kids and they adopted. But the majority of us out here didn't do it, and we don't want to do it. But we have a nice time talking about why why everybody should do it so before you put the argument up of well they should just give that person up for that kid up for adoption why don't you adopt the kid first actually won't you adopt two kids first actually why don't you start a college fund for a kid you don't know who's in a home that can't even afford new shoes or a nice christmas so This argument of there's many other options, you're talking about the options because it's a good argument, but you're not donating your time or your money. Now, I'm definitely not someone that's just saying like, oh, get pregnant and have an abortion, get pregnant and have an abortion. I'm not saying that because I think that too can be detrimental, could mentally affect someone. So I understand that, but that's not everyone. And so, for you to be out there thinking that this person or these people, and you should have a say in what they do, when you're not even offering your fucking help, this is so goddamn annoying that I can't even believe I can't even believe it's a possibility. And so, the next thing I want to say is we, we're going to talk about. I'm not going to get into healthcare, and I'm not going to get into what happens to a baby or a mother as she's carrying a baby because I'm not a doctor. So I can't, I can't really speak on the negative health effects of pregnancy, even though I know people who have had pregnancies and I know, I know people who came close to dying while they were pregnant. But I'm, I can't talk to that because I don't know specific facts, but I do know that's a thing. But I wanna talk about people who are raped, people who are abused, incest, right? I'm going to talk about this because one of the things that just, I mean, it infuriates me is that they're saying every life matters, even if a person, I don't care about the age at this moment. I care about the age, but I'm going to say, I'm not talking about age. I don't care if it's a 35 year old woman or a 15 year old girl. At the end of the day, I'm going to say it like this. I'm a man at eight years old, a man, try to put his penis in my butt. And to this day, from being raped at eight years old, I still deal with the trauma of that. No possibility of me getting pregnant, no possibility of me having to raise a kid because I got raped, but the mental anguish that I still have to fight to this day, and I still bring up in therapy to this day, even though I've made many, many, many leaps and bounds of progress in my mental health. by going to therapy, like I still to this day can have a nightmare about that. And so it may not have happened to you and you're sitting up there like, well, it doesn't matter if they were raked. It doesn't matter if they were inside. It doesn't matter how young they are. So basically, because you don't deal with your mental health and you push your shit under the rug, when something that's majorly traumatic, one of the most traumatic things that can happen to a female happens, and the the depth of work they have to do to just heal from the fact that they were raped. And now you're saying, even if they know they were raped early on, nope, you have to carry the burden of being raped. And now, because I want you to, you have to look at that baby or that child you, I want you to carry the term so you can be reminded. Now, some people are going to be like, well, that's because, you know, it's killing a child. No, it's not. And here's why. And here's really why people are going to be really mad.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: In this life, I can ask every single person from the time that they can actually talk. Did you know what it was like when you were a month a month after you conceived? Not one person is going to remember that. But you know who's going to remember the hormones, the throwing up, and if they did have any medical issues, you know who's going to remember that? The woman that's carrying it. And I know plenty of people who had lots of fear during pregnancy. Again, I can't get into the medical stuff, but I do know the mental stress from them that goes behind or around having a baby and them not wanting to do it. And then I gotta go back to religion for a little bit because I love Zozo Rowe on Instagram. She's like, don't bring religion into it because Mary had a baby and she didn't fuck anybody. And it's like, you guys are going on this like religious thing, not realizing that there are hundreds, I don't even know how many religions there are in the world. And all of y'all preach something different. Everybody's going to hell because this religion says you should do that. This religion says you can do that. But it goes back to what I said before. At what point does religion, what does it have to do with our constitution? The Star Spangled Banner says the land of the free. And I'm like, I'm trying to decide when they're going to change that line. Because this is not the land of the free, and it's not a separation of church and state. This is the land it's coming to be. And with this ruling, it is 100%. It is the land of people trying to control other people. And one of the things that's just like really frustrating, and I'm kind of going on a rant here, is I want to take somebody like Clarence Thomas, who's a Black man in an interracial relationship, probably old enough to remember when we had to drink out of different water fountains than Black people and sit at the back of the bus and have to march for rights. And my mom got chased by the Ku Klux Klan. I'm like, this is literally in line with that way of thinking because, but because it's convenient for you because you're not a woman. It's like, I can rule this way and I agree with this. But if it came down to interracial marriage or segregation, then it hits home to you. So now it's like... Oh, you know, like that, that's just too much. Just at the end of the day, I just need to answer from people, what in the world and how in the world is it going to mess up or bother your life if a woman decides that she wants to do whatever she wants with her body? I think I just have a really hard time understanding that. And I listened to some interviews, you know, I try to stay away from, um, the news because i just believe that i believe that all news pushes their agenda and what they want to say to make you think the way that they want you to think during that program however some of these interviews that i heard they were very like open-ended questions to people just like okay well answer this question about why you don't think women should have rights and the first thing they say is like well we're going after the rights of the baby And then I go back to, and I know I sound redundant, but I'm like, are you gonna take care of that baby? Well, you know, we have adoption programs. And the person who's spearheading the adoption programs has never adopted. And I say it again, because I'm just like, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. I just know as a black man, from the time I was 13 years old, when I was allowed to go to the mall by myself, and I went with my white friends, I was the only one that got followed around the store. I was the only one that was asked multiple times, was, was I going to buy something? And if I went over there, I got three of my white friends over there. No one would be over there, but they'd be following me. It happens. I mean, it still happens in stores. I can walk in with my Giuseppe's. I can walk in with you know, my, my Louis Vuitton backpack. I can walk in with it and people are still... And don't tell me like, oh, no, you're being paranoid. No, I've been around it enough to know. And what is it about people that looked at Black people, looked at brown people, and now you're looking at women? So it's like no one can win except for the white man. And it sounds so crazy. I'm married to a white man. I have plenty of white best friends. I know people even, but I got a white best friend. But I'm like, isn't that crazy? Because I, my grandmother used to tell me like women couldn't vote and women weren't allowed to have a credit card and women weren't allowed to buy a house. And I know a lot of people have talked about, we're going back, we're going back, you know, but I'm like, but it's way beyond that. We're going back to a time where women just did not have equal rights. It was literally almost as bad as black people not having rights. It's like the hierarchy is just insane. And if you don't see that it is about hierarchy. It's about the man having the control, the man of the house, women not being allowed to, to wear pants. My grandmother didn't wear pants until my grandfather died. I love my grandfather to death, but like I I took her to J C Penny and I said, mama, we getting some pants. And that was the first time I cursed in front of her. Cause I'm like, we gonna curse. I know you was the first lady of the church, but come on. Like, it's just the word. She would be laughing I mean, She was already like almost 90 years old. <laughs> But she got a pair, of, I was like, what's your favorite color? She said, hundred green. I got a hundred green sweatsuit for her. She was so happy. She, I remember she, she would only wearing it in the house. She said, oh, Sean, you know, I can't be seen outside. And it's funny, but I'm like, you can't be seen outside because the Bible says that you're not allowed to put your legs in something that's really comfortable. You have to wear a skirt. You have to wear these stockings. Cause you know where she was at the time she couldn't even wear, she couldn't even wear bare legs. And so when I think of this and I think of women's rights, I think that that's the most frustrating thing. Women are in a constant battle. And then so when other women approve of this message, it really angers me because I'm like, you are okay with being looked at as a second class citizen. And you're basically saying that men are in control and men are more powerful. Like, what the fuck? Here's the thing. Something scientific that I can talk about. Did you know the egg that a woman produces is the largest cell in the human body? And that there's only one egg, unless you're lucky enough to possibly have twins, one that drops a month. And guess what happens when that egg drops every month? They have a menstrual cycle. They have cramps. They sometimes have to miss work. They have to take sick days. They have to take, some women have to take birth control because it just helps them from like, they can manage that. It makes their acne bad. So they have to like, we like cramps and bloating and gaining weight and the mental struggle that comes with all that from them dropping one reproductive cell. And it's the largest cell in the body. But guess what happens when a man releases his reproductive cell? We We release 100 million of them. Multiple times a day if we want, and it's always euphoric. I want y'all to think about that. When a man releases his reproductive cell, it is euphoric every single time. When a woman releases her reproductive cell, it is most times painful. And for those of you who don't know, because I know a lot of women don't know this, the reason why you have the period is because the egg didn't get fertilized by the sperm. So then it you know, you have to shed. The lining of your uterus look at the, the difference between the two a man has joy a woman woman has pain every single month most of them that in itself should make a man be like you know what maybe we shouldn't make them want to have a baby because they one my sister started her period i think at 10 years old this is every month for multiple days that they're going through something they know their body but nope i'm going to control them i'm I'm in control of their body. They should do what I want them to do. And don't talk about this whole state thing. Don't talk about the state because that too is just ridiculous. First of all, it shouldn't even be in federal court. It should be like, hey, this is a procedure that a woman can have, whether or not she wants to have a baby. Okay, okay, do we wanna have a counselor there to say, hey, v', or is your doctor's bedside manner important to say, hey, you know, if you're gonna have an abortion or I checked your health history and so this is, you know, yeah i think there should be support around it absolutely but should it be control being supportive and being controlling is two different things and so i think that going back to the reproductive thing i just think that it's just so frustrating to me because if this is the case i feel that every time that a woman is on her menstrual cycle every month every man should be assigned to a woman and be like you have to be their servant for the time that they're on their menstrual cycle they should be able to stay home get paid for staying home it doesn't come out of their sick days and it doesn't matter if you know this woman or not you should have to wash her feet you should have to massage her legs you should have to cook her food but you ain't going to want to do that you don't want to do that every fucking month but every fucking month she's going through this to try and get pregnant this whole roe versus wade decision actually and this is going to be very jarring to some people this hit me harder than the george floyd black lives matter and you probably are like oh my gosh you're a black man saying that well i was used to that unfortunately i was used to that shit happening unfortunately what happened to george floyd it's not surprising it's angering it's enraging it's not surprising this was like wow like they took something Literally, like they took a life away from a black man, but they're taking, they're just taking now taking choices away from people to even live better. It's absolutely insane.
1: Hold up. What was that?
0: So I want to talk about pro-life for a second. I actually understand your desire to be like, oh my gosh, I want this little baby to be born. I, I like, of course I had kids, I saw them born. I'm like, it is a beautiful thing, but you want someone else to birth a baby, but you don't want to help or support when that baby is born. We are living in a country where we have to pay for health care. Do you understand that when people have a baby <laughs> unplanned and they're not going to be allowed to get an abortion because they don't want it, now they're going to be in debt just from having the baby in general, but you're not going to help. For Canada, I go to Canada and Germany, Like they get sick, they're like, oh, like everything's taken care of. And they'll talk about taxes. The point is people go into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt just because they get sick. Even if they have complications during pregnancy, it costs them money. So it costs them money to have the baby. And then after the baby's born, you guys are like, see, I told you you should have had that baby. And then you turn a blind eye and you walk away. Then I literally pay for childcare. I know how expensive it is. And now, now that puts me into a whole nother place. It's like, okay, our minimum wage can barely have a single mom pay for rent. And now you also want her to pay for childcare for a baby that she wasn't ready to have. And you're out there eating your Caesar salad that costs $35 and she can't even afford to pay $100 a week to put her child in. And you're again, you're not taking your money to support that. And so you're not pro-life. I truly believe you're pro control. You want to be in control of other people and you want to sit back and you want to watch people be suppressed. And you're like, oh, sorry about you. Because you were either born into money or you are part of a race that doesn't get discriminated against. It's so fucking crazy that you want to force somebody to do something that not only that they don't want to do, but they have a really difficult time being successful at, and you still don't want to help. My position on this is women's rights. A woman is a woman's right is a human right. And so for you to think that you can take her rights away is annoying. And the last thing I'll say is I wanna I just wanna compare this to like let's say something like cancer and chemotherapy, abortion abortion because you would need to save a life, abortion because of mental health, is a medical procedure that a woman decides to do to preserve her life and to keep her happy because she's lived her life. She knows that she can handle. It's the same to me as someone who's going through cancer. Their doctor gives them the option to go on chemotherapy or radiation or homeopathic. They have a choice. Why? Do you want to take the choice away from someone who has lived their life and they're the ones that has to decide what they want to do with this? Especially for those of you who don't want to help. Listen, this is my stance. This is what I believe in. If you agree, great. If you disagree, great. But I'm just like a big fan of women. And I was raised by a single mom. And yes, my mom decided to have a baby babies multiple but i know it was a struggle for her she had support sometimes she didn't but not everybody does and so please stop trying to control other people's lives